tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the original season three, episode four, A Walk on the Wild Side. What what, what other music do we have going on right now? I don't know what. <laughs> it was just A Walk on yours? the Wild Side. Is that yours? It's your phone, your phone? is what it is. No, it's is not. It? Okay. Oh. Guys, we're hey, here, we're, and it's going to be a great episode. You can see we're starting off really strong. <laughs> read version, that's why. That's, it's perfect. I'm Roxy Starr. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Starr. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com, slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and, of course, using the hashtag ABTVOriginals. Uh, so wherever you are, leave us that five stars, that thumbs up, write a comment, write your questions, whatever it is. We're reading it everywhere. <laughs> to my left, imitating me every second as we go, is Donald Romaine. Woo, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Tigris Hobbs, and I can't change that, so just tweet it. I, I'm <laughs> loving the sombrero look. So anyway, yeah, actually, I'm trying to throw back to this, uh, Cinco de Mayo from last year if you watch the after shows. So um, the fellow host just voted that I should wear this, and I thought, you know, I have it handy, so I should. It's back I really by do have it demand. in my closet. I use it all the time. Well, you look amazing. <laughs> and you. that's Katie and so Campbell who's responding to him with the really cool veins under the eyes. Thank you. I'm turning into a vampire right now. I got my fangs and everything, and I can barely speak, so they're probably coming out at some point. But you can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell, that's Katie with three E's Campbell. And Deanna Hobson, our chat mistress, who, uh, of course, <laughs> is going to pay guys. way more attention to you guys than she will to us during the episode, and that's okay. I have you guys up on my phone. You can file, follow me on Twitter, <laughs> at Deanna Hobson. These sheets are very hard to talk with, so I'm going to take them out right now. Yeah, I take it back. You, Katie, does, <laughs> Katie does a better job talking in the tweet. I'll give it to her. Um, and way more important than any of us on the panel, we have a very special guest with us tonight, and it is Jalen Moore. Thank you so much for joining us. Woo! Thank you, Jay. This is way more important than them, so I'm like... Okay. <laughs> Who's behind me? No, it's Come you. On, it's Mo Hinder. He's right there. Well, Mo Hinder is in the house. Thank you. I mean, I have, yes, <laughs> I'm here. Thank you. Yeah, I is pretty amazing. So if you're her, uh, you're the one who taught her everything. She knows you're the. You are the most Dude, important. Dude, I taught Aya. What I she knows what's up because of me. Yeah. Yes, right. absolutely. Seems Aya, like it. Tracy, whatever you want to call Aya. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is her, her real name's Tracy. Yes, it is. She must be amazing. So, Jalen, where can the people find you if they want to keep up with you and all the things you're doing? On uh, Twitter, my Twitter handle is uh, Jalen underscore more. J-A-Y-L-E-N underscore more. M-O-O-R-E. Or on uh, Instagram, Jalen1118. Why? Because that's my birthday. Don't be afraid to send me gifts. (laughs) I'll say, like, what up, Jay? Happy birthday on November 18th. J A Y L E N one 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 eight. Be careful with that. You're going to start getting blood. Yeah, this is a very shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's probably watching. Going like, what? Then uh, on Facebook, if you look up, I have a fan page, Jalen Moore. Very very cool. Get some more Jalen Moore. 
I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. from you. He already gave himself a shameless plug. You gotta keep plugging it. I can't help you. You guys are awesome. You're just asking for it. Stop. 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 Well, we apparently we we aren't gonna get that much more of more because it was a really big episode for you tonight. But someone's a little heartless. You get that high? Oh, that was a good one. Boom. Dude, like I'm stuck by a wire. I can't make it. I can't make it. I thought it was um, good. I tried. There, there's rumors. Hunt me there's in the rumors. middle. There's rumors of what? Well, yeah. Oh. Little oh, might have a twin brother. I don't know. Oh. 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 We're looking at a little vampire. Yeah. You know, I'm well, excited well, for that. Sorry, just before we get started, because Jalen told me this um, off camera, that he might have a little something in his pocket right now that might make it difficult for him to talk right now. A daylight ring? Did happened? you steal something from the set? What is well, it? When I was on uh, set, so first of all... Is it Elijah's retainer? It's Elijah's retainer. <laughs> I was like, Elijah! I was like, Daniel, out, give me out, your retainer so I can wear it. Please. And he's from New Zealand. He's like, mate, no problem. I'll give you my retainer. So no oh! Um, I want to hear him speak in that voice. Make sure the camera's off me for the second. And then, okay, all right. We're, we're on so, to me. Hello. And th- this is what's happening in the meantime. All right. Actually, okay. want the camera on Okay. So yeah. when Mohinder came out and had to bite, you know, Marcel. Oh wow, his are is so much team? better than ours. And he yeah. can speak with wow. them in. These are the real ones. Oh my god, you stole them. I, well, no, I, I spoke. <laughs> I now I got to take them out so I can actually talk to you. Um, no, I'll sleep in. I, uh, I I spoke to the guy that made them, and he said, you know what? The, there's a rumor. We'll see if you know Mohinder or a twin brother comes back. So they want me to make sure I don't break these. But they let me take them because they're awesome, and I talk with a lisp. You wouldn't want to wear these. <laughs> Do you, you wear them often? Always. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, I, I'm like checking out. I go out in public. I'm like Starbucks. I'm like, hey, Mohan. No. Wait, let me ask you: Are you going to wear them then for they're Halloween? Awesome, they actually were longer wow. when they made them for me, and uh, the process of them making these fangs—they're uh, going to get so mad. It makes them telling their secrets. It's like if you ever gone to a dentist and had like a molding of your teeth taken, mm-hmm. uh, they they basically do that because they have to get the exact cast of your teeth. And the guy's like, "Listen, when you put it in, it it dries, and like after a minute, and then I have to kind of tug a little, you know? Do you have any loose teeth? And like, like I know if I have any loose teeth, I I don't know. I mean, I think they're all good. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe they're all intact. They're all there. So um, so he did the thing, and then uh, literally when the time came to take the impression out. He's like, oh, uh, uh, we should go to the sink. I'm like, what? And I have this all this like <laughs> clay and whatever it is in my mouth. I'm like, what are you telling me right now? He's like, uh, no problem, no problem. Let's go to the sink. I'm like, why are you sweating, bro? Like, <laughs> remember, all this was said like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know. So we go to the sink and <laughs> get warm water, and like, he gets the impression out. Luckily, it didn't harm any of my teeth. But and it was we got sad. this awesome mold of vampire teeth, and the fangs were actually longer. Um, but uh, the network wanted them a little shorter. Because? For some reason, it's vampire protocol. Uh-huh. Oh. But from my understanding, it needs to be up when to you're regulation. from India, you have long fangs. Well, if, you're if, you're if your name is Mohinder, they're fangs. like Mohinder. They're long. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so they got shaved down a little bit. But they let me keep them, which was awesome. And they told me specifically, please do not break them because... Mm. We might be seeing you again. So every single person that goes on the show that needs fangs has to go through that process? Yes, they do. 
Wow. Yeah, no, they're, they're really cool. They're, I think these are they're expensive. These are nice. It I'm seems like it. Who wants to buy them? I kind of thought maybe you would <laughs> bring some I'll give you, you know? 10 bucks. My friend Tommy right here wants them. He's like, dude, I got five bucks in bourbon. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> yeah, you, you got a lot of friends. You're rolling squad deep tonight. Dude, you I'm came like possibly. entourage. Vinny chased like, me plus two. Yeah. Like, Jalen is a diva. I don't know if you guys have realized that yet, but he's kind of demanding and very diva-like. Oh, when he demanded his own TV for the viewing party before this, I knew that. that he was did. Yes, for all the people watching, we had to view this all together with headphones. First of all, they made me wear headphones. We get it. Like, the surround sound with both speakers. <laughs> Secondly, they did have popcorn, though, and the popcorn was warm. Therefore, I was like, if the popcorn's not warm, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> so, yes, the diva vampire did come out. Yes. Um, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I don't know. Right. All right, guys, as, as fun as this has been so far, Let's, I feel like it is time to get into the episode. Let's break yes. it down. Starting a little bit with one of the ships that is polarizing across the table. Of course, I'm talking about Elijah. I couldn't even get through without Katie raising her hand <laughs> over there. I know she has some Something to say, Katie. What's up? I love them. I think. I mean, you can totally see the chemistry. You can see it when they're standing next to each other. I gotta take these out, but they feel stuck on my teeth, so I gotta work on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll Wait, switch. We'll switch I, to Donald. I, I have to say there's one water. They'll come right off. I don't scrub. I have to say that there is chemistry, but mm-hmm. it's all coming from Elijah's side. Like he's looking at her, like oh, with his eyes. We all know what those eyes look like. And also, be a man about it. Why is it every time? Sorry, I got. I, I gotta stop screaming because the microphone is right here. Why is it that every time he has to say something to her, it's facing away from her while she's, like, changing? Like, when at the dress, when he loved her, or, like, when he said, does Jackson know about this adventure we're on? Dude, you, like, you can't even it. look her in the Obviously, face and say anything. it's his style. He it is his style. important things when she's changing. I know. <laughs> Think about Elijah's tactic. <laughs> this is tactic. Just I'm... said the answer. <laughs> that is, okay. but that's my problem, is he's not looking her in the face and telling her, as a man... What's up? He's not my problem. He's not my problem in tonight's episode. It's her. She's leading him on, and I find it to be very inappropriate and aggressive. She loves her husband. She all of a sudden is, like, having crazy raw sex with him at the gym or whatever, like, oh, pushing yeah, him off against the wall. I didn't see any raw sex, but it no, was No, she's talking about last week. <laughs> last week at the gym, I don't think he, like, had a... She's talking about Jackson and Haley. <laughs> oh, she's talking about Jaylee right now. I'm just talking about Elijah. No, no, I'm talking about Jaylee. Last week, I said her husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, yeah, she yeah. has a husband. They're at the gym. She's sleeping with her husband. They're intimate. They seem to love each other. And now she's going with uh, with Elijah. Okay. I doubt she even told Jackson, which is so inappropriate. She, she didn't. I think it was implied that she didn't say anything to Jackson. But there was something there before her and Jackson were her and Jackson. But she's married. But she is married. That's a choice she made. So I yeah, agree. It's not that I don't two. see the chemistry. I see the chemistry, but it bothers me. I would have to say I agree. I see the chemistry, but it does bother me. And I, you know how much I love Elijah, and you know how much I love Haley. I just don't think they should be together. Well, you guys all know oh, it bothers me. Oh, come on, Debbie Downer. <laughs> I mean, you know. They should be together. Do you, you believe that? Oh, wow. Thank you Look so at that much. Chemistry. First of all, working with them and seeing the chemistry on set. Come on, buddy. They have a lot of chemistry on set. All right, talk to us a little bit about that. So, so on set, good. behind the scenes, what are they like together? Definitely, they're friends. I mean, you see the, the the playfulness that everybody has. The cast is really close, and they're all very warm. They took me in right away. They're like, dude, you're part of the family. Welcome, thank you. And I was like, great. And 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 even Charles and Elijah both, or Elijah Daniel, um, 
Marcel and Elijah both were like, dude, welcome. Like, dude, don't be like my best friend because I have to fight you later, man. Come on. <laughs> um, but seeing the chemistry between him and um, Phoebe is her real name. Uh, Haley. I was like, yeah. Haley. I, I'm just so used to roles. It, it is, it's, it's great. First of all, the phenomenal actors. But seeing it just match up on screen, even I told the director of that episode I did and the executive producer, Matt Hastings, I was like, you know what? There's something going on over there. Um, shall we explore it in the upcoming episodes? And he looked at me, he said, are you a writer now? Or <laughs> I said, both! Yeah. But, uh, I can anyway. see the chemistry. Well, I'm sure Katie's happy to hear that. I am. And there's so much there. And it's I, in the eyes. Yeah, and I yeah. believe it when you say you see it in person because yes. we see it in, you know, on screen when we yeah. watch it. Yeah, T, I want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about Elijah. Elijah is cool, whatever, but here's, <laughs> here's a, here, like, I agree with Roxy in the sense that Haley was making me mad because she does string Elijah along, so I feel bad for him because everyone knows that I love me some Jackson, and it doesn't necessarily be that I need Jackson <laughs> with Haley. I just need everyone to acknowledge that he's a good guy, and Haley is doing both of these guys kind of wrong because she's str- she's tugging at both of their hearts and stringing them both along, and it's not fair to Elijah or Jackson what she's doing right now. Not to mention the people that really just want her to end up with Klaus. Therefore, she's still flirting with the. Yeah. All right, what's I'm going sorry, on are, over here in the there's corner? Some, there's some comments the chat, on that board that I turned around. So what? What's going? Somebody on? hollered and said Tristan's gay. And well, now they're saying Tristan is bisexual. Well, they thought they thought that Tristan was bisexual for a couple weeks now. They're, they've been rooting for yeah. that. Let me tell you something about Tristan. He's pretty manly. This guy, from what I've witnessed, he's like, Mohinda, come here. Let me show you something. A couple of things that I know about these women. And I'm like, dude. That actually sounds not, like a really good uh, Tristan. I, I was like, his name is, uh, we call him Ollie. And I'm like, Ollie, we're not, we're not filming. He's like, I know, but I got to talk to you. Come here. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Ollie, I'm married. He's like, doesn't matter. Come here. You're, you're, you're not dead. I'm like, okay, I'm listening now. I am the best wingman. I don't think I Tristan's okay. gay. Just saying. Mm, I've seen some pretty manly gay guys, so maybe he is. Oh, but you are talking about women. So he could be bisexual. <laughs> but he, that, that means he could still be bisexual. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He could still be bisexual. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly about Tristan. Well, I mean, that's, this is his personal life, so... Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, uh, the, not the actor. I'm talking about the character. Actual character. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what people are talking about, the character. No, they're talking about the character. Yeah. I think Tristan is maybe, maybe he's just, he just doesn't have time for any of that. He's so obsessed with power. Ain't nobody got time I for that. I ain't got no time for women, men, animals, whatever. He just needs to get power. I That's what I think. I think he's weirdly obsessed with his sister, though, too. Yes, we're yes. going to get to that. We're going to yes. get all to his there sister. There is something about that. And, and Elijah talked about that at the end of the episode. Right, yeah, absolutely. And she's beautiful, so I'm like, uh-oh, Tristan, what's going on? I'm like, She is beautiful. <laughs> As Mohinder, I was like, hey, Tristan, Aurora, she's single. What up? And then he pulled my heart out. Oh, my God. <laughs> but she wasn't even back yet. It's a little. That's why he pulled your heart out. Yeah, it's a little that. incestual for me. I think that I have a bigger problem with incest than I do even with cheating on your your married spouse person so you know none of this is healthy relationship (laughs) status right now Uh, we have even less healthy relationships across the board though because Haley and Elijah aren't the only one who are going to this party we also have Klaus that's crashing this party with Lucian who so they hate each other they love each other he sired him now they're frat boys what just happened well I mean Uh, go ahead 
Oh, Katie was talking. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't think that Klaus is really trusting Lucy and still he's pretending that he's on his side so he can get what he wants, which is to see something from Alexis. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like I mm-hmm. don't trust Lucy and I don't like him still. Oh, okay, Donald. How I you really don't like him. I'm so sorry. I was kind of in, I was out, I was kind of all over the place. But after this episode, I really don't like him. I think Klaus is just, you know, keep your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. There's nothing good about him. He's got some really creepy, weird vibe. And, like, every time he talks, I can't even make my mouth look like the way he does it. But, like, great actor because I really don't like him. We oh, need you to mean when he goes, Tristan? Yeah. Tristan. Mean that yes, different. exactly like that, actually. <laughs> yeah, that Here's what we have to keep like in mind, song. though. We have to remember that Tristan has to look out for... I mean, Lucian has to look out for Klaus's best interest. Period. End of sentence. Because right. if Klaus dies, he dies. So we can say we don't like him, but I don't really feel like we can say we don't trust him. I feel like his intentions are clear that he wants to protect Klaus because if Klaus dies, he dies. So, of course, he wants Klaus to live, but it's a matter of what is he hiding from Klaus? What's the Mm -hmm. more to the story? Because we heard tonight that they want Marcel to be part of the Strix allegedly so that they can end this war. We still don't know how this war got started, how it's going, like what, who's on what sides. We don't know where Rebecca's sire line is in all of this. So there's... Just watch the behavior of Lucian. Like, it's kind of like the, he's living in his father's shadow kind of thing. Like, he's planning something secretive that he really wants to do. He can't it's like, I love him, but I can't kill him kind of thing, because if he dies, I die, but yet I want to start my own legacy, but yet I'm in the shadow. It's this whole like soap opera kind of thing that he's stuck. And, you know, he's, he has that thing that he needs to be validated, he needs to be acknowledged. And that actor, Andrew, who played that role, he, he, he brings that forth in, like, every scene for Lucian. He's, he's awesome. Both of them are. I think he's definitely hiding something from Klaus with this, but you can't trust him because I'm worried about Elijah and Rebecca and their sire lines as well. I mean, that's a great point you brought up, Tiana, about him. Uh, Who said that to Marcel? That I guess it was Aya said to Marcel that we want to end this war, and that's what Tristan's game is. I don't even know if that's true, but if that's true, then who wants the war? Lucian? Like, Lucian wants this war somehow. He he wants his... I think that Lucin does want this war. Yeah. And I think that... You know what? <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and say I have a crazy prediction. Right. I wish there was a timestamp for that one. But anyways, <laughs> so I do think that he has Klaus' best interest for now. Because when he got bit from the wolf bite, he had an antidote, which nobody else has. Nobody else knows about. Nobody knows what that was. And he even told Klaus, I've got people working on things that you can't even think of. Which is, to me, breaking my sire bond with you so you can go get killed and I could give up. Because it doesn't matter. I'm my number one. So I think that's what's going on right now. I know. Keep your your Klaus close because you're going to try and get yourself unsired from him. So you think it is a thing that can you can break sire lines? I well if well it we didn't know it was a thing that you could heal wolf bites without Klaus's blood, you know. Yeah, so like the hybrid bite, so I think that it could happen. Here's the thing. I I think you're on to something because we see in the show all the time loophole after loophole they are making their own rules so when you can make your own rules because you're a TV show then you can make a rule <laughs> oh yeah you can sudden, oh yeah you can yeah all of a sudden somebody <laughs> well, they make their own rules they still stay in the parameters of the 
of, of his sandbox. Vampires. Of his sandbox. Of the vampire werewolf sandbox. Yes. We call it the sandbox because Michael Narducci came on our show and he always refers to it as a sandbox. And so, toys. yeah, we're staying in the sandbox, absolutely, but that doesn't mean we can't play with the toys that are available. And one of the toys is that if we want to decide there's all of a sudden a thing that can break sire lines, then that's a toy that we're going to Yeah, he is use. making new toys. Yeah, all of the time. So, I, I yes. think that you are, you're on to something. Yes. Uh, I just don't know exactly what it will be. And bringing Freya into all of this is a whole new element because Freya with her, you know, you know, Freya and I got that shared wig thing going on tonight. <laughs> I really was relating to my girl over there. But she's coming in and Lucian's flirting with her and like trying to hit on her. Don't you have other things to do? Did we just talk about nobody has time for that? Why are you hitting on Freya well, right now? Well, he has time for that. I think Lucian has time. time. Why is he dying? You well, need that guy response. in the show. He's that dude. He's he like that Will dude. Smith of like the originals. He's he's like, hey, what's up, girl? And they're like, boom, there they are. And then, oh, I gotta go kill somebody. Oh, wait, hey, come here. Hey, that's him. He's the Will Smith of the originals. <laughs> Did you I call like Will that. Smith the originals? <laughs> he's, wow. he's like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air of the originals. Yeah, like I kind of feel it. <laughs> that's what I think. What did you guys think about Freya in tonight's Smith episode? I'm worried about her. I'm sorry, I, I spoke. I'm worried about Freya. I think that she did come into this looking for family, and and I've you know we struggle with trusting her a little bit, but I was more on the trusting her side last season, and I, I feel bad for her. I hope that she doesn't get buried alive like in that vision. I don't know if we can trust these visions anyway. I don't know this Alexis girl. Especially if the visions have been poisoned. Who is this Alexis girl? I agree with you, though. and But I, you know what? I've never had a problem trusting Freya. Yeah. And I just want to tell you, point out two times, because I know there's probably at least one, but point out two times that she's lied to us or done us wrong or led us the wrong way. Okay, Tiana, point out two times. I'm, um, <laughs> I feel like I point 15 of them out. Season what? two. When? <laughs> like, when? The Just whole the season. Whole season. No. It, was, it was her withholding information from her siblings. About Dahlia. And not telling, about Dahlia, not telling full truth. But what happened Keep, in the end? They all lived. That's she not the question that you asked. That's not the question you asked. Okay, that's true. But what I'm trying to say <laughs> no. is... Unlike Klaus, where did Freya hurt people? She didn't lie. She just withheld truth because she was trying to figure out the best way to go about Aunt Dahlia. That's what was happening. Then the argument can be made that Klaus just doesn't tell people his full plan. He just goes off script in his mind. He knows what the end goal is. He's just not going to tell you what. He stabs and he kills and he murders. Isn't that tonight? Yeah, you're right. Tonight. Here's how I'm feeling. (laughs) And you guys tell me, tell me if you feel differently. But I never felt like this about Freya in in the past season. This season, especially in this episode, I felt like she was the Bonnie of the originals. She's trying to help everybody else out. Obviously, I'm pulling from the Vampire Diaries. She's not trying to look out for herself. She's coming over. She's always babysitting. She's the resident witch here. Or she's out partying and drinking and no one knows her whereabouts. She 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 was out partying and drinking and then she got called in to find Yeah. Yeah. Well, when was. you don't have Davina yeah. on your side, you got to have another witch on your side, and she's just stepped in right to where Davina was because Davina was the one they called. Now it's Freya. Freya should be a lot more stronger, though, and I do get the sense that she's weaker this season. I don't like it. I, I'm just confused by it. Where was this transition, and why all of a sudden she does? She's out partying every second, and well, then she, when she's not partying, she's going to do this. Is she sad? Is she suppressing something? What's going on? Her life. It was a buildup of trusting her over these yeah. last. You know this little summer break, whatever they've they've been trusting her. She's been around. She's you know been there to watch Hope. So I think they're more trusting now. Don't what about take your tonight? Eyes off of Freya. There's something that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. because tonight I feel like yeah. she's been drinking, she's been partying. She comes back and tonight she sucks somebody in the face. 
but let's remember, awesome. the, but let's remember awesome. the good times she did. Oh, she's doing shit. yoga. <laughs> she's centered. <laughs> she's meditating. If, if you're practicing yoga, you're in a pretty good place, I think. You I know? think Aurora would disagree with you. Uh, well, I think <laughs> she was doing some yogi stuff over there. Hey, okay, so Freya does though. She sucks somebody in the face. They hit the ground. That person is Alexis, who claims to be able to see all a thousand outcomes. I feel like she didn't see that one coming. So if she can't tell. <laughs> yeah. If this girl can't tell that she's about to get stopped in the face, how am I supposed to believe she knows that a murder's about to take place? Well, she didn't get, she couldn't see her own murder. Or can we kill her? She had no idea. Yeah, she saw nothing. So I'm feeling like, Alexis, you're full of crap. Like, what, you got poisoned, and that poison is making you see visions that aren't actually happening, so I don't believe a word Isn't you said. Isn't there a rule yeah. with witches, though, and, like, those type of shows where they can see everyone else's death, but they can't see their own? Maybe. I do feel like right? she's... she's Remember Hocus Pocus? That's what I just said. <laughs> I just watched just that movie it. yesterday. Just say it. That was just pretty legit. Longer. That was pretty legit reasoning. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, and I just feel that you know Lucian has her locked up. Well, not locked up, but in his apartment, kind of focused on Klaus and Klaus's lines and the Michelson family. So she's yes. not looking at herself; she's focused on these other people's lives and outcomes. But she says in that room, "I've already seen all a thousand ways this can go." And Freya's like, "Did you boom?" <laughs> <laughs> like she, so she was focusing. Like she got like Tourette. She was like, "Did you bam?" <laughs> and like, I would say oh, like if that. Freya. Her reflex fray is pretty down. I love her. I love her. I love the girl. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also because socking someone is not normally in Freya's nature. Yep. So she acted out of her character's nat- natural nature and punched someone, so you're not going to see that coming. Right? So I think that if she can't see that coming, she's not seeing a lot of things coming, and what she's predicted is that Klaus is going to die. That's now out there. We know which brother is getting taken down. No. It's Klaus. No, we don't know by who. No. But also, <laughs> what do you mean no? no? No, because so many people have been turned by Klaus, including the entire Vampire Diaries show. <coughs> so oh, mm. yes. Didn't think about that. So we went from no to yes. <laughs> what just happened? No, I'm just saying, oh no. Yes, it's no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm still confused. I by no means am saying Klaus is going to die. I'm saying this chick predicted that She's he's going to die. She's if Klaus dies, then the originals of Vampire Diaries Right, which yeah. is right. why I don't believe this girl is seeing yeah. the future. I think she's been poisoned. Well, she does seeing... see it, but she sees it in the year 2025. Oh, God, she's so yeah. not useful. She's like kind of <laughs> useful. Like, I need to see what's happening tomorrow. I'm just saying. I really do. Did anybody <laughs> feel bad for her a little bit tonight? Yes, she's being used. No. no. Oh, I'm getting a bunch oh, of no's. Whoa. Why, oh. why am I getting Mohinder, a no? Mohinder, excuse me? Yeah, <laughs> no. I do no. not feel bad for her. No, because let me tell you why, man. You're like, I can't say that. Can't say that. I can't say what can I say. If you go back and watch the episode, just look at look at the character's behavior. Look who she is. She she's the type of girl that's lost or she feels entitled. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like, oh well I'm this and I see the future, but then oh wait, no, I now I need help. Well, I don't need your help, and now I'm that she's too Mm-hmm. She's wishy washy with her alarm, yeah. her alliances. So, it was like as soon as she saw fault in yeah, Lucian yeah, exactly. and Klaus, it was oh let me run over to the other when side. When she got socked, I'm not gonna lie. Even being on set, I was like, yeah, oh you all right? <laughs> I was gonna stop fall. Absolutely, <laughs> I yes. I I could see that. Put it that you way. Know. I I felt when she got socked, I felt like she deserved it. But what happened to her in the end, getting poisoned? I did feel a little bad for her, and I was also surprised by who did it. 
I wasn't picturing that. I mean, I was confused even in this scene, but you guys said that Tristan admitted to Elijah that he did it. That's okay. I just want to say I was a little bit confused because the way Tristan worded it and the way he said it, it was like, well, this is why she had to die. He didn't like, he wasn't surprised. He didn't say anything else. But then there was, they didn't show any interaction between Aurora and Tristan before to suggest that Tristan would know that Aurora did it, but then she was dressed in at the party, so I think we're gonna see things that happened mm-hmm. at the party that we didn't see maybe next week, because mm-hmm. there's stuff that happened that we didn't see, and part of it is Aurora and Tristan being shady together. And yeah. part of it is that Mohinder has a second heart. Yeah. Or he's just saying to Elijah that he did it to make it seem as though he was in oh, control no, of that situation. On. Klaus but does he, that stuff all the time. Claims that he did something that he didn't do. He, well, what's weird is he, the reason why he did it, he said that the visions were too vague, so you can't trust them. And she just had to go, and it was going to confuse Lucian's mind. But how does he know that the visions are too vague? Is he seeing visions, too? I mean, has he done it before? I yeah. feel like him and Lucian were maybe working together at some point, and or Lucian was sharing the information with him at some point before things got bad. But He sucked off that, of her tonight. He but, he ate her blood tonight. Definitely. That's why he knew. He, Tristan did? Yeah, Tristan must have. If he's got her at this party, you don't think he's going to suck some blood? Well, see, what I saw in that scene where Tristan admits <laughs> to it... Wait, well, appetizer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard him say something along the lines of, he was saying, yes, her visions are vague and all that stuff, but he said the only option left is to get was to get rid of mm-hmm. her, which isn't a full admission of guilt mm-hmm. if you're taking it up in a court of law. He's posing a hypothetical almost so where I do think that his sister and him are working together because from what we saw at the end of last week's episode he got a voicemail saying I'm on my way to you wait so, a second wait, wait a second this together? this chat is saying yeah. exactly what I thought no Liam he didn't admit Dar- he did not, no, no, he not didn't admit to it but wait, he hold on, either hold on hold on it says Tristan denied doing it that's one person then Daria says Tristan denied it but said it's no big deal to him he doesn't know Aurora is there I thought that he was denying it did also he, did, he, he, he denied it he, it. he, he, he posed it as that would be the best strategy to get rid of her, but he never said I did it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. He ne- like, okay. no, but he, he never just said talked he did about it. it as if like it was it was I mean, casual. He went down the but list. Of I do think you said something interesting where he was saying that the visions were vague, and if he did say that, then he must have had some contact with this girl or must have known her over a period of time to know that the visions weren't getting clearer. And if that's the case, I do think that Lucian and Tristan at some point were working together. And maybe it was because they wanted to unsire themselves and then they started going after each other and now they're just going to try and kill the other one before the other one does it. Maybe. That's kind of what I'm thinking, maybe. Maybe you should be a writer for the show because it sounds like you just solved the formula. You know, I did it last <laughs> season, so I'm not going to lie. He, he makes the best predictions. It's really good. And a lot of times they don't come out, but it okay, doesn't matter. Coven in the chat just asked a question that yeah. I've been wanting to know, too, and it's why did Haley and Elijah drink the Alexis's blood together? That didn't make sense to me. Like, wh- I, wh- it's not going to be Klaus? You're going to have Haley in there? Well, they I... said that the weapon couldn't be explained. It had to be seen when asked what mm-hmm. the weapon was that killed Klaus. And then she summoned those two over there. So I feel Why like they Haley? have something to do oh, yeah. with Klaus's downfall in her vision. Yeah, but I, if I was Klaus, I would have been like, Haley, get away. Like, that's <laughs> my spot. 
I yeah. guess he thought he could go second, but well, he couldn't. Probably because no. Klaus can't see his own future. So he's got to Why can't he see his own future? Because that's the rule. No, oh, no, no, no. But that's they, our sandbox? That's our sandbox. That's our sandbox. <laughs> I don't know, but usually Klaus has something to say when something's about to happen. And every single moment in previous seasons, he's always like, no, this is my thing, or this is blah, 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 blah. But he just freely let yeah. Haley and Elijah walk up there and chew. And yeah. it was interesting. It, it was, was weird to me. It was weird. It was very weird. He knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not biting. Yeah, he did. He had that little smile on, that little Klaus smirk. See, I I agree. Okay, so these are all the visions, but we the biggest part of the episode is this massive party we have. Yes. What What are you not? Oh, yes. I'm saying yeah, it's massive, and we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Donald. What do you want to talk about? about I'm transitioning in. I was trying to be supportive, like yeah, Roxy, get into it. I keep trying to pick a fight with this kid, but you can't. He's just like the most supportive sweetheart. I know. I'm trying. I can be Klaus, and he just won't fight back with me. All right, so I appreciate. I appreciate the support. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not dealing with that. I'm, now I'm only talking to you. I'm done with the rest of the panel for now. I'm, I'm done with them, and I want to talk about this party because at first you kind of are just like there. You won't shake the hand. We're thinking you might that just be rude, a little the cold. Way. The strong, silent type. That yeah. was rude. I, first of all, I'm older than Marcel. That's so true. So you don't have to shake people's for hands this, that you're younger for than. This peon who has to prove yeah. himself to me to come talk to me. Okay, but try to put his hand out. After we learn what happened, I figured you didn't shake his hand because you didn't want to seem suspicious for taking the ring. How could the one person that didn't touch his hand have taken his ring? Exactly. Mmm. Very clever, mm. sir. There's also egos that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I saw it as. I was like, oh. Like it added to your mystique and how powerful you I mean, are look, when you're gonna find them. Mohinder taught Aya everything she knows, and then she's like, "This is my mentor, Mohinder." And then here I am, and then this guy's like, "Hey, what's up, bud?" So it would be a sign of weakness for me to put my hand out to extend it and shake his. Yeah, I especially agree. because he's not initiated into the Strix yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so that was kind of the purpose of that action. But also, yes, you are correct. That's like the bonus answer is the fact that we did take his ring. And if I were to extend my hand, then he would think right away that it was me. But no, we all saw that it was Aya who then handed it to me. But he did put the pieces together. Was anybody surprised that Marcel was able to figure this out, or is this typical Marcel fashion? I mean, I don't think I doubted that he would figure it out. Did I think he had figured it out at that moment? No. But I... I, I How confidence. many of us here knew it was Mohinder? Oh, oh sorry. that's right. That's Thank that's you. the universe saying no. No, no. Don't play no. me. <laughs> Can I tell you what? In all fairness, I don't think I would have known it was Mohinder if we didn't have if we hadn't booked him as a guest tonight. <laughs> because <laughs> it was like I knew there was more to you in this episode, and it was going to be a big episode for you. But I, at first, I was just like, "All right, this is a guy who didn't shake the hand. Who took his ring, though?" And then I'm like, "Oh well, he's here. He must be a bully of some sort." I'm so a bully. then I figured out, yeah, he bullied him. He took his ring. I was not a bully. I'm a victim. You did, yeah, but, but you were no, plotting against yeah, them, obviously or, for good reason. Like, we're, oh, but look, look how easy we are, fast and easy we are to trust Tristan. Whatever he said, I'm not. No, but I, I don't trust Tristan. Even if, don't even if me it in was, we. Cool. Oh, yeah, you're right. Even if it was plotting Her. against, look how fast she Whoa, is. whoa, whoa! <laughs> even if it was plotting against the brothers and sisters, whatever, I don't think it would have been something so serious. I think Tristan's just. I think he's kind of crazy, and I think he may take drastic measures. Well, I kind of think Mohinder. Tell you this much: you're wrong. Um, there's, let's just say there is stuff being developed and written in for this 
show that no, there there, there is a plot and storyline that is being created against the Strix. This this goes down to thousands and thousands of years of history within the sandbox of the show. And uh, Mohinder happens to be connected to that, mm-hmm. which is why I said there's a rumor, you know. Maybe flashbacks. World, even though your heart's taken out, who knows? Well, this is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I think Mohinder maybe had not been at fault, more so as he knows too much. I, w- I want to take a step yeah. back for a second because I need to... Was that your rewind? That was, like you said that. That, was you taking a step back. that was like a screeching halt. Uh, I said step back. Uh, see, I'm still trying to pick the fight, but he just won't. He's like, okay. Uh, all right, so here, here's my question to you guys, because I want to know your opinion. In general, how are you feeling about the Strix right now? Are you thinking this is a cool secret society that we can trust? Are you thinking that they are the big bad of the season collectively? How do we feel? I like that we learned that they were started by Elijah. Yeah, but it like, makes total sense too because they all have the same demeanor as Elijah. Yeah, although I, and Klaus when he walked in and said, "Oh, a room full of Elijahs," mm-hmm. like that was a great line. I uh, honestly think they're terrible and awful, <laughs> and I couldn't. Whoa, well, and I couldn't want to be a part of them any more than I absolutely do Somebody because do. they are fantastic. Right I wanted to be a part of them <laughs> right? so much. I was like, "Where do I apply to yes. the club?" Oh my god! No. Yeah, no. who do I have to kill to get in here? <laughs> Done. Seriously, Done. Done. Point. Roxy. You? you have to kill Roxy. Roxy? Oh. <laughs> it was nice though. Well, no, wait, 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 right before that, Donald goes, "You and points right at me." Did, and he's like, "Hey, I'll kill you." I say, "Roxy," and he goes, "Oh no, I can't kill Roxy." No, I said it was nice Donald. knowing you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said I would kill. Could yeah, be in the strict? I'd be done. Here's I'm the thing. Watch. I, no, he, <laughs> he just knows that I would kill him first. Absolutely. So. Let's go for it. Watch. Jeremy <laughs> said the strict's are boring. Oh, oh, you, oh, oh boring. What's happening? No, they're not boring. They're they're well composed, and they definitely are elite. That's what makes them crazy. Being all well composed, like cool, it looks fun to be at this nice party with masks and all the elite and whatever. But these people are crazy. Oh my god, my heart's beating because it's so exciting. I love it. The Strix is the Illuminati. Do you realize yes. that? Yeah, totally. Yes. Like, they are the Illuminati. And they Jay-Z, are, they have actors, are politicians. Like, they have a very <laughs> elite circle here, and we even found out that they might have something to do with JFK's killing. Like, that. Wait, did they legit say that? Or did well, you they say said, that? do you know who killed JFK? Marcel like, said that. Yeah, was it's one just, of the things. So. Yeah, uh, listen. Or Mohinder. Or Mohinder's twin. I'm sitting here thinking that this is... I years old. Yeah, you are. And this is the coolest, most elite club ever that has never let in a member from another sire line. And today... We decide is the day that we want a member from not only not just Elijah's sire line, but we're going to Klaus's sire line with Marcel. Katie, what's up, girl? I think that they are sni- like they think there's a weakness in Marcel, and that's why they're bringing him in because this war is happening. They they oh. they want a war. Oh, what's a bigger red flag and more self-serving than picking up somebody from the other sire line and saying, "Oh, you're the first one, and let's bridge a gap"? No, I don't believe it. No, no, no. I want to hear your thoughts on this. I say, if you're going to do that, why Marcel? Marcel right now is in a very vulnerable place because he feels like he's being outcast from his family because the Michaelsons keep dismissing him and treating him like he's not part of the in crowd. So you have someone who's already vulnerable and they're feeding into that. And so getting him to come over, they think it could help their side. But ultimately, I trust Marcel. 
right now that he is thinking of Klaus because like he told Klaus, if you die, I die. So of course I have your back. Let me go in here and be kind of your spy for them. I want to hear, Jalen, what are your thoughts on this entire situation of us bringing Marcel in? How do you feel? Why, why would your Strix be doing this? Bring Marcel in? Oh, yeah. This is for our plan. I mean, think about it. You find the weakest link of your enemy. Mm-hmm. You bring them in. You manipulate them. And then you play fair, and you're like, oh, well, no, no, all we want is peace. What you're basically doing is Tristan's smart. He's infiltrating the other side. He's going to use Marcel. He's going to use Aya to use Marcel to find out information on what he needs from the other side to then make his strike when he feels it's necessary. Because are we thinking that the relationship of Aya and Marcel right now is actually going to turn into something? Did you see the way he looked at it at the end? The, yeah, but he's sprung. On you Aya. think? I, of course he is. I feel like no, he's cautious. Like, oh, but he's but, he's cautious, but he is definitely curious. This is why I don't fully trust Marcel because I don't think he has everything put together. I think he's no. got a lot of you know what happened. Oh, I dropped my tooth. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just casually dropped the thing. She's like, no sorry, worries. I dropped my vampire yeah, tooth. Here, yeah. you know what? You can have mine from set. Here <laughs> Done. <laughs> Boom. Just take but these. This, right don't there. do that Who because wants they're these? very expensive. And Who also, we have oh, a lot. Hinders face. Yeah. Okay, Katie. You got a lot to cover, Katie. Voice. I got to hear what you're saying. So This is what I'm saying. I don't think Marcel, I think he has a weakness. And he's struggling with the fact that mm-hmm. he doesn't feel included with Klaus and all of them. Well, that's what actually really surprised me is he was on Klaus's side near the end. He's saying, look, I'm looking out for you because I'm looking out for me. And I feel like he's trying to pull one over on the Strix. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but mm-hmm. that surprised me because I thought Marcel was just going to go on and go ahead. Maybe yeah. he's stronger than we think and we're not giving him enough credit and I, I for one, am not. But I kind of want to. I, I mean, I trust him that he's going to do the right thing, but it, but I did like Klaus's warning to him that you might not have those intentions, but they can go through you to get to me. Really oh, important, and kind of holding the blood back until he said it. Like, your life is in my hand right now, but I'm about to give this to you, and my life is going to be in your hands. So mm-hmm. I need you to remember that. It was a really, really interesting moment. I love watching Marcel and Klaus, but I also get nervous because we know that Marcel has felt very aligned with Elijah before. He felt like Elijah was his big bro for so long. Is it possible that at the end of the day, he could end up thinking that Klaus needs to go, even if it means that he himself has to die? Unless he can jump Syrah lines. Mm. Which is what Lucian's working on right about now. You can jump or you just like cancel out the Syrah line. What do you mean by jump Syrah lines? I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking. You just said something that's got my wheels turning. What what Lucian must have is some form of not necessarily Klaus's blood, but whatever Klaus's blood can do that can get rid of the wolf bites. Maybe that is an early version of what it would be like to extract Klaus from himself and be able to then get resired by another vampire. Like maybe this is a early like maybe, medication, the early like, stages of something. Like maybe he made that venom thing, the venom to emulate the, Klaus's blood. But or, if he pulls Klaus's blood, do you think maybe he'll be the start of his own sire line? Does he want to be his but, own? Line? Potentially. But what if he's not even using? It's not derived from Klaus's actual blood, but he took it from his own blood that contains part of Klaus's blood because right. Klaus turned him. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's it was a high able enough to manipulate, kind of like Jurassic oh. Park, how they found the mosquitoes, kind of and then they, they extracted the mosquitoes, and then they made all these <laughs> versions of dinosaurs from the so ba- the dino DNA. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park. I it always is relevant. Just comes back all the time. Yeah, I think that jumping tire lines could be really interesting. I wonder exactly how they would do it. Is that a prediction, or is that a little bit of a spoiler from you. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Sounds like a wild, crazy prediction. Smells like prediction. Uh, <laughs> smells like, <laughs> like prediction. We're, we're almost at predictions, but we still have to talk about that fight choreography, man. That blew my mind. The scene with you guys. Alright, wh- what's the deal? Was it all sped up and you did it so slow? Or is that, uh, how hard was that? It was it looked unbelievable. One of the best fight scenes we've seen on the show. We had one very, very long day to rehearse it. Um, there was more of the fight, which I'm actually a little disappointed that they cut. Um, so for you that are watching tonight, know that Mohinder took Marcel and threw him through the skylights. He literally ripped through the roof, like the, almost the whole roof collapses, and then he falls through another skylight, and then I pick him up and throw him. So that was a really cool part because why would they Marcel that? the actor who plays Marcel That's Charles was excited because he's on cables and he's like and then the stuff double comes in and it it was amazing that seems like an um, expensive shot to cut it is I don't know why they did that to be honest <laughs> yeah. I was looking forward to it I was like here it comes here it comes and then when you found out tonight ew. when you were watching with us yes tonight I, I I even did ADR and it was in so I don't know why the final final cut uh, but uh, just time they just didn't have it. Well, that, that fight choreography was uh, so the actor that play, so Charles Michael David who plays Marcel. He's such a great actor and he's a good physical actor, meaning he can he can get movement. So when we had, they're like, okay, you have you know X amount of hours to rehearse this. Here we go, and our stunt doubles were there. And as an actor, like, and I have a martial arts background, so our goal is to always. If we can get this down, we're like, yes, then the director will just keep us in mm-hmm. instead of getting our stunt doubles in, right? Um, and so we, we focus, we learn, and we want to, you know, we want to serve the story. We want to we want to please the fans. We want it to be us the whole time. Uh, granted, when there's very dangerous things, you definitely bring in the stunt guys because those guys are the pros. And so and for this, did we need stunt guys? For this, to be honest, when we went through the wall, now I'll, I'll take it. I told the coordinator <laughs> David, I was like, hey man. Let's do this. Pad me up. I'm ready. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no. Nope, you're an actor. <laughs> Let's bring in Dean Grimes. Um, and my son double is a rock star. And uh, this other guy named Nathaniel, um, who was a double Charles. But the thing is, when, once we saw them go through this wall, it's like there's real brick, and then there's like other type of soft brick. So you got to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And that's when you do leave it up to those professionals. And they really made the show. I mean, all stunties for any type of show or movies definitely make the show. So I definitely always give credit to my stunt guys. Uh, but so they take the huge through the brick and mortar type of hits. And mm-hmm. then because uh, Charles and I can can catch on to the choreography and we did really fast, that's when we come back in and we go back into the fighting and everything. And they let us they let us go a little further than they would probably other actors. Right. Well, uh, I could tell that you that you must have had a background because it was very, very believable. So that's, great that's actually how I got cast, to be honest. <clears throat> what um, happened? Well, th- well, there's there was uh, this breakdown had come out for this character Mohinder, and it, from what I understand, it was out for a while, for about a month, and they couldn't find the right actor that they wanted because they they wanted an actor that could that could do fights and some of his own stunts, and um, 
from my understanding, I think it was about like 30 to 40 days. They were ready to change it to a completely different character. And it turns out, uh, the way this industry works, somebody knew somebody who knew a friend of mine who said, have you ever heard of Jalen Moore? He is an actor, but he has a stunt background. Um, and he is a big martial artist, and he, he would rock this. So they called, and they contacted me, and they said, do you mind putting yourself on tape? The director wants to see... You know, he likes your reel, and he's impressed, but he wants to see, number one, your acting. But and doing what? Out. When you put yourself on tape, did you have to, like, well, first chop the, something? The first level of putting on... <laughs> right? Well, I was like, bring me out a brick, and I would chop it. And I failed. I was like, oh, my God, who would do this? No! No, um... The first level of that is I, I had to put a scene on tape and send it, which was the acting scene. They wanted to make sure I can act. And so and, – and Check. The, the sides they had given me was not even on the show. They were bogus sides. That was a more intense scene than this. Um, and I was like, man, I did all that hard for this. This is so easy. Uh, don't tell them that. <laughs> but, um, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. <laughs> so the executive producer and director of that episode, Matt Hastings, loved me. He's like, this guy can act. Now can do the stunts. Um, aside from like the real big dangerous stuff where we're bringing the stunt double. So the stunt coordinator had called me and I had to, I found some old footage of me doing some martial arts and fights from other films and television shows I've done. And also just from the language, the lingo, when I spoke to him and said, well, sure, what are we using? Do you have a four inch or a seven inch? You want me to go through a wall? Are we doing a 40 inch fall? Like what? He knew right away that I had the experience. Mm. And, and, and I the said, knowledge. Look, I, I, yeah, and, I, and I'm, I, I told him, I said, look, I'm no fool. I'm not going to hurt myself or hurt somebody else. And if, the, if what you're asking me to do, if I don't feel comfortable, I will obviously be very transparent and honest and say, you know what? I don't feel like doing this because I don't want to hurt the actor or myself. Let's bring in the other stunt guy. You know, And so if you just keep an open communication and you're able to move and do things, then it'll all work out. So because of that, the coordinator then called the director and said, dude, he's in. He can do this. So that's how I got cast. Did you get to that point ever where you said, listen, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable with this? No, I actually wanted to do it. I was <laughs> like, no, let's yeah. do this. Throw me through that skylight or let me go through that wall. They held me back. They're like, ah, you know what? Dean's here. Let's have him do it. I'm like, fine. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Jalen so, feels like you're holding him back. Oh, my God. I, I really wanted to go through that wall. I really did. And my wife was like, no, it's okay. Let's just let the step doubles do No, down. I like, would have yeah. wanted to go through the wall, too. Oh, I would want to have fun. Such However, I have you actually... You wouldn't want to go through the wall? You, you can't have? really see in the lighting. There's this... You, you can see if you zoomed in, but there's, there's a paper this little cut. scar here. <laughs> I have this paper cut from Staples. I was chopping up headshots and resumes. Why did I turn into a horrible British accent there? I don't know. Um, okay. There, there. I'll share this with you because this is kind of cool that I think viewers should know. Uh, when you're filming a physical fight type of scene, uh, so we knew that like these two pads here against the wall, we knew that you know this amount of space was the wall that you can go through, and then on the outside of it is a real brick. Mm -hmm. Well, after doing multiple takes to get the shot they wanted from my coverage and from Marcel's coverage, from his POV and my POV, the wall got bigger and bigger because every time I would go through, you'd you know action, you'd hit the breakable wall, and then there you go. It got to a point by the last take. Uh, the director, Matt Hastings, said, do you have one more on you? I'm like, of course I do. I'm here all night for you. I'm so tired. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. But, hey, as an actor, you're like, whatever. Oh. Let's do this, bro. We're in Golden Hour. Let's rock. And as you walk through, I'm like, boom! And I found the real brick. Oh. And immediately my hand went, and started bleeding. <gasps> and I go, <clears throat> but I saved the take. As a professional, you never stop. <laughs> and I have to admit, I'm not a tough, like, I'm not like, I'm super tough. It hurt. 
It really hurt. And I immediately felt my hands start to swell up. I'm like, okay, this is definitely going to hurt. Keep going, Jay. So I keep going and finish the scene, do everything. And immediately when it was done, they called cut, stunt coordinator, and my stunt double run, ran over. And they're like, all right, I don't care how tough you are. I know that hurt. Let me see your hand. I'm like, no, man, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> looked over. And it was bleeding and, and it's because I found the real brick. Luckily, I you know, I, l- luckily I didn't break it. It was just yeah. a, a bruise and a scratch and it became like a contusion on the bone, but it Oof. got better later. So the medic just rubbed it up. And the director's like, you're right. I'm like, I'm cool, man. Let's keep going. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because you don't want to stop production because we we had hours. And so if I had really been hurt, obviously I would have been honest and said, yes, I'm really hurt, man. I have to stop. But I was capable. And I I was, you know, I I had the ability to keep going and moving. And we had passed that part. So now we had all the other stuff. And that was fine. Tiana, what was that you said about a paper cut? Oh yeah, it's just that, a paper cut. Yeah, that's, that's all it was. So that's, 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 that's not a brick. Not, not a brick at all. What it sounds like to you, paper cut. Yeah, it was just a little paper cut. <laughs> but I will share this one thing that I think is kind of cool because I would love to have heard this from an audience member that loves the show. When we were shooting this, you get one take. When it comes to when it comes to any big scene, if you ever watch any movie, any TV show, anything, when there's a scene where somebody goes through a wall, you usually get one take unless they have like a thousand walls built for that. Remember TV shows like this, they have what this is it, this is the one shot. When Mohinder throws Marcel through, if he doesn't go through, he's been instructed to grab him and continue on so he does go through right. and save the shot. So as we're going, and then I knew that the choreography led to the point where once we go through, we continue the fight in the next room, which you see. So, okay, boom, 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 action, uh, Marcel stun doubles in, boom, I throw him through. He goes straight through like an arrow but the hole is only so big and I'm realizing I have to go through that and so for a split second and I, and I will totally admit this and even to the director I admitted it for a split second it's like Mohinder shut off and Jalen Moore came up right. because he went through and I'm like ha ah, he made it through you know, there's a split second where I'm like he freaking made it through and I'm like we're still rolling and so I drop back in I go to the wall and I'm like um okay Showtime, now or never. And instinctively, just based on my experience from acting and stunt roles, I just pounded the wall and broke through it because you wanted to keep going and save the take, which they loved. So I broke through, boom, 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 and then it led to the next scene in the next room. And when they yelled cut before they changed angles, they're like, oh, my God. And Matt Hastings ran out and the producers, first of all, they're like, are you okay? To the sun double who went through the wall. Yeah. He's like, I'm fine. And then they came to me like, I can't believe you kept going. We were like, on Video Village, keep going. Keep going because we know the hole's not big enough. Please break that wall. Yeah. Please break like that, that. That's what they were saying. They have no way yeah. to tell and you that. Though. They have no way to tell me that yeah. because they want to save the take. Right. And so luckily I just followed my instincts and I did that. And luckily at that time when I did do that, it was the softer brick until the end when I found the real brick. <laughs> yeah. But that's just a story I'd like to share because that's I thought that was kind of cool, like that experience for that to happen and the way it all came together. And now when I saw the final cut – I was like, nice. I, I saw what they did keep and what they didn't and what worked. So, oh, I'm really glad awesome. you shared that. That's incredible. Yeah, cool. yeah it's, it's something cool. I think the viewers would dig, you know, so they understand a little bit on how hard it is when you actually do these physical roles and these parts and this breakaway. It might be breakaway glass that somebody goes through, but it can still hurt you. Of so, course. Yeah. And the breakaway tables, like when I slam Marcel on the table, man, uh, Charles, the real actor who did it, he he went for it a few times, and then the stunt double did it, and by the end of the day, man, he had a knot on his head, and uh, who, he took it like uh, a champ. Charles did it or the stunt bu- not double? Not Charles, not Charles, oh. no. Dang. Uh, Nathaniel <laughs> did. 
Tough. And uh, he, but he's like, put me in, coach. Yeah. You know, he just, yeah. he, he went for it to save the take. Wow. Yeah. It's so pretty it's, amazing. It's pretty awesome. Well, thanks wow. for sharing that with us. I, yeah, I want to talk a little bit um, about, I know we mentioned this earlier, but the Aurora situation, guys, because uh, now when we, we leave this party, we know everything that's going on, and we, Aurora is introduced back into our lives, this crazy, crazy chick. I mean, does anybody feel any, is anybody looking at her like, oh, this chick's sane? Like, we're uh, fine with her? She's the worst of them all, and that's why Tristan was keeping her hidden and locked away. <laughs> T, what's I've, that I've just for? never heard Katie speak this way about people. The worst. Katie, that is so mean on, of them all. Especially characters. It's usually me who's like the pessimist, like, she's new, I don't trust her, I don't know her, right. and Katie's think, over here like... Yeah, Aurora is the most manipulative character on the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and seeing that working with her, and she's got a thing about her. She's got a charm about her. She's very manipulative. Mm. She's very smart and very intelligent. She always has a motive, another plan B going on, or even plan C or D or E, who knows. I would tell the viewers, pay attention and watch every move that she does. I like her. Yeah. Because of what he just said? Or you well, like our, well everything, <laughs> everything he just said, like, I, yes, I love her. felt about her. And, you know, the crazier, the better. And this girl's crazy. And I love everything about her. So She's yeah. crazy. I'm yeah. on her side. Just she, like when you guys said no Freya, I said yes Freya. Well, but is I, she crazy enough to bang her brother and also uh, bang, bang Klaus at the same time? I don't know. She just at the same. No, I don't mean like a threesome situation here. <laughs> that would be really weird. I mean, at the same time, I mean like she's This is something both. so different now. We just went to like Cinemax. But no, We're no longer guys. CW. Well, it's past midnight, so you know. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, guys, so Aurora, what scares me is that she is the crazy ex of Klaus. Klaus has a baby with Haley. So, crazy ex plus Klaus's baby mama and right. his baby. I'm scared for Hope and Haley. A lot of times I get stressed out and I just think I would move. This <laughs> <is> <laughs> Sounds like we're getting to some prediction yeah, territory wow. here, so let's get into it. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. Alright, let's, let's get into it. So, what does that mean? You're thinking... That's our predictions. What's what, man? Amazing. Oh, the sound with the lights. Yeah, that's what that's what we do. It's for Halloween. It's a yeah. special. I no, love it. We used to just do it by like our own hands and our own mouths, and then they finally got some like, sounds. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was based off of a Donald <laughs> performance. Somebody wants a hot topic and got some strobe lights. <laughs> I love it. So, Perfect. Oh my god. I so kind of am agreeing with what you're saying over there, Tiana. About Hope might be in trouble here. Although we know Hope can kind of take care of herself, so you can't be too worried about her. I'm I mean, True I'm that. still worried about her because... She's a baby. She's a baby. <laughs> and Aurora is very powerful. I mean, I know that we had Aunt Dahlia and stuff last season, but Aurora just seems off her meds. Mm-hmm. So that's an unpredictable type of craziness that you're dealing with. Yeah. Vampires aren't on meds. I mean, she she, 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 she mass murdered a whole <laughs> yeah. thing of monks. So she did I that. I think she's certainly crazy. I think she's the craziest one of them all. And also, I don't know who set it up there. The chat was going too fast, but a couple people were saying that hope is the weapon that's going to take down Klaus. Yep. Hope's the family member that takes down Klaus. I hope yeah. it's not hope. Weapon. <laughs> I was waiting for that because yeah, I was going to say it. Well done, young say hope about something. Well done. Um, my prediction is... Were you done with your predictions? Yeah, you go ahead. Oh, okay, I don't want to be rude. No, no, go My ahead. predictions are that... Um, I think that the main goal here is that they want to unlink this... 
I think they want to unlink the sire lines. And I don't think that the main goal is to kill Klaus and Elijah right now. I think that there's a secondary goal, and I don't think that anyone's saying it. Mm. But I think people, that Aurora's goal could be to kill. People and that's in where the, the problem chat lies. are talking about the secondary goal. Maybe somehow Tristan is actually working with Lucian on, and maybe Aurora too, all starting their own sire line. So yes. l- relinquishing their link. I right, look, guys. Just, just being the top. Sorry to interrupt, but look here. Let me just squash this for you. Think of Aurora as uh, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Okay, so okay. she works alone. She's in this. Aurora's part. going to the top. Let's just keep. It okay, Khaleesi, like Game of Thrones, the one who can do no wrong, who is morally amazing, <laughs> who is stands up for the people. No, I think he meant like a hot blonde. Okay. Well, yeah, I also meant by gaining power and taking over an empire. Basically, just yeah. keep oh, okay. on. Aurora's got her own agenda. This is a whole other show, and we can debate this on another. She has night. her own. <laughs> All right, so you know some like stuff, but I do want to hear any predictions for you or any spoilers you can give us about what we're going to see next week. Aside from everything that we've already discussed as a group, uh, I Good think I've already work. dropped enough hits. This is great teamwork. And uh, I'm just going to stick to the fact that there is a rumor that, you know, Mohinder, you, know, you take a guy's heart out, but he is the baddest of you know, he's, the, he's like the baddest of baddest when it comes to warriors. I mean, he feeds on the vampire's type of blood, blah, blah, blah. So just because you pull my heart out, Tristan, I said doesn't I mean I might nothing. not come back for you. And they said he was, like, conspiring against them. Maybe he was working with some witches to do something for, because he knew that or they were Or was I working with Klaus? Or Klaus, or, I don't know, it was just. I'm not going to say anymore. I agree that they made Mohinder too big of a deal, especially bringing up the fact that he feeds off of vampires that he defeats in battle. That was very specific to the type of vampires that he feeds on. They made it too specific for Mohinder to just be gone like that. And they wanted him dead so bad, there must be a reason. He must be a huge threat. So I, I agree. I think Put we're going to see way. more I of you. I think if the fans demand an answer, <laughs> It'll happen. they'll get it. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're, that's no us. Mohinder. And we are demanding. And right now, if you want to demand on Twitter or any other social media, Mohinder, where can they find you? Uh, Jalen underscore more. At J-A-Y-L-E-N underscore more. M-O-O-R-E. And uh, I think if you demand with the CW and the originals, what's going on, Mohinder? Why did all these things happen like you had described? You may get an answer. Jalen Moore, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. We, Appreciate it. We will spread the rumor that you are coming back, and then it will be true. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Tiana Hobson, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Periscope at the Tiana Hobson. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell Online. I have a vlog. You, you can find uh, me on Twitter at Tigris Hobbs, or you can find me on Instagram at Donald Romain. And you guys can find me at Roxy Star. You can find us at AfterBuzz TV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, wherever you are. Make sure you leave a comment. We read everything you guys have to say, and we love hearing your thoughts and predictions. Until next week, same time, same place. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.